Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Watching Game Time Decisions. I am Dave Brentz, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart. Sports grid, uh, that is. And the kid remains hot tonight. Another show, another win, another golf tournament, another win, another race, another rain delay. And we hope uh, that there's another win uh, coming, but it's hard to keep up uh, right now with this NASCAR race, man. Like, I, I can't lie, I gave up on it like an hour ago. I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let me know when there's a couple of laps left. Uh, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, and I discussed Webb Simpson uh, last week. We talked about the line movement from 30 to 1 to 23 mm-hmm. to 1 after Cam put all that money down. And, you know, now we're not even kidding anymore. Where's the gaming chair? Where's the? I'm going to start calling you out. New carpets? Uh, gaming chairs? Yeah. Um, you don't you know what the funny thing about you, Marenzi, is you don't know my life. You don't understand. I got a two thousand dollar tax bill, three hundred dollar oh bill. Oh boy, oh boy, here comes the bad story. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love story. everyone. Oh, Cam, you know you got so much money now. Buy me a pizza. It's like, come on, you buy guys you don't even pizza. understand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Some guys buy, like buy me a pizza on Twitter. Pizza. Yeah, I'm like, go buy your own pizza. You, what, did you buy me a pizza when I lost five grand on the Super Bowl? How's that sound? You buy me anything when I was uh, going to get my ass kicked by uh, by Johnny Knuckles a long time ago? Where were, were you when I needed you? Anyway, Marenzi, we all have problems. Every time we get paid, the tax man's right around the corner wanting to take my loot. That's why we just got to keep on winning, buddy. And I'm hoping for another rain delay in this race because Ryan Blaney's winning, and I got him too. Need more winners. I'm a greedy, greedy guy. Greedy. I like, your, I, I like your attitude. Uh, I do. I like it. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever I want. Screw you. I don't have any money. Let's move on. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) These people are like, send me a loan. Oh, yeah. Everyone's following me on Twitter now. My buddies know. I told you. That's why I stayed off social media. All these creeps from my my old days. Hey, Cam, you got a loan? I hear you're hitting it big in golf. I'm like, I haven't talked to you in two years. Oh, yeah. Saw you on Twitter. Webb Simpson. Great stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not really flush this month. You know, I'm moving into a new spot. I'm like, Oh, my God. Like, I got to tell you, Marenzi, don't tell anybody you, you got a little bit of money. They come want to take it from you. Now I know how professional athletes feel, and I'm making one one millionth of what they make. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you're exactly right. Uh, Marquise Grissom told me that once. Remember the outfielder? Great player. Love Marquise Love Grissom. Marquise Montreal Grissom. Expos, Atlanta Braves. Great and um, Grissom signed like a big deal. And I was talking to him once off the record, like not on the air. And I said, man, congratulations, man. You hit it. Because he was a former Expo. And, you know, the Expos didn't pay big money, right? But he scored like a big yep. contract. He got paid with the Braves type of deal. And when he came back to Montreal, and I knew him a bit. And he said, he said, you know uh, the expression, more money, more problems? He goes, it's true, bro. <laughs> I swear, he goes, it's true. And uh, he goes, sometimes I wish I didn't get all. And then and he told me, he goes, you got no idea. And... Uh, he said, he goes, I got cousins calling me, man. I got, like, people. I just don't want to open a dry cleaner. Can you oh, give me money for a car wash? I owe money. I've got a drug problem. I'm an alcoholic. Like, he's growing up. He's like, I yeah. got a big family. And he's all like, I got relatives. 
And he said it got to the point. He goes, now he has a court once a year. Once a year, he sets up a table in his yard. You Brilliant. come up and you give him the sob story. <laughs> I <laughs> love like, it. Yeah. It's like once a That's year. That's amazing. And he goes, he goes, otherwise, these people call me for money during the season. He goes, it never ends, man. He goes, now, once a year, I meet them. He goes, they line up, they give me their sob story, and I, I decide. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that, that's cool. He said, he brought up, he brought up, he goes, he goes, you think these guys are going to be there for me when my career is over? He goes, Exactly. Did. Yep. <laughs> Game Time Decisions Radio has uh, begun. I am Gabriel Bretzi. We're kicking it uh, with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, who picked Webb Simpson, uh, but shut up. He doesn't want to talk about it. Just like yeah. we pick Tis the Law and Dr. Post, but I have the same uh, feelings. Shut up, whatever. I didn't put enough on it. Next, move on. <laughs> hey, great pick. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like you didn't see me boasting about it too much. After, I'm like, yeah, that was going to happen. No, people are great. Like, I love our listeners. They're fantastic. And like a couple of guys that I really like won like way more money than me, like five grand, three grand. And I'm happy for them. Don't get me wrong. But now that you're on Twitter, a lot of people, they, they crawl out from the cracks, Gabe. All these guys from the past, it's like, you know, and if they have a problem in their life, they think you're flush all of a sudden. It's like, no, no, no. Remember when the Super Bowl, when San Francisco didn't come back? Yeah, you got to remember things like me and you, we go hard. Yeah. This is not just one thing we do. This is an everyday thing. Like, you don't think there have been losing streaks? When I lost, when I lost $18,000 on the Carolina Panthers versus the Denver Broncos, nobody gave me anything yeah, besides exactly. WhatsApp comments on Twitter. Oh, you shouldn't have bet so much money on that game. Oh, it's too bad you're on the wrong side. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, Yeah, like you said, I don't remember people, like, sending me money on GoFundMe, (laughs) like, after I lost that Super Bowl. Uh, bet. Yep. The chirpers can chirp, 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 yeah. chirp. So don't. So, so I, I can't afford. I can't afford that twelve hundred dollar gaming chair. If you get my drift, Gabe, it's not really high on my agenda list. <laughs> yeah. So don't ask Cam about the best. Is, when somebody brings up the word carpets to you, you get mad. Dude. Oh yeah. Carpets. Oh, yeah. You're like that's, what? Carpets. Uh, that's Hamsters. That's Hamsters. All oh, these carpets. It's like well. Who's really looking at my carpets anyway, other than you when you were doing the show here, or my girlfriend who doesn't care about the carpets, right? What am I here? I'm here to entertain. This place is a studio. It's yeah. not. It's not an entertainment facility. It's well, a studio. Yeah. You're not. You're not the hotel <laughs> lobby of the Ritz Carlton. You don't need like exactly. a thirteen thousand dollar Afghan con- uh, carpet. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I just want something so when I gain more weight, I won't go through the plywood. That seems like a, a good request. <laughs> That's all you're asking. That's all you need absorbable carpet. Uh, that's what you need. Yeah. Absorbable yes. carpet. All right. So there's been so much negativity in the sports world, especially it was a rough Friday uh, going yeah. into the weekend as far as coronavirus uh, is concerned. Uh, but we actually do have some positive news uh, that we're going to hit. So we're all about the positivity here. You got it? Shut your mouth. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game time decisions continues. I am Marenzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, he is raging even though he won. He doesn't have any money, people. No, he's not buying you a pizza. 
and don't take any pot shots at his golf shirt. So what happened? Rick Horrell's taking some shots. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoy it, actually. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, just I going with... I think, I think your Ben Hogan golf shirt's pretty nice. So I think, yeah, you know... you know what? It, when you walk nice. into the Walmart... Yeah, thanks, Gabe. See, I can always appreciate you appreciate a good pair of Walmart comfy shoes for 20 bucks. And when I roll into Walmart and go, wow, that Ben Hogan uh, Walmart line at uh, $10 sounds pretty good to me. I told you, it's hard to find shirts for the bigger man. And I've reached a point in my life, I don't care. I don't care about style. Ooh, you're the cool guy. You know what? I got a girlfriend. We have sex. We have a relationship. And we do things <laughs> our way. I really don't care what anybody thinks about my style. Rick Carl's a nice guy. I just took a swing at my uh, style, but, you know, it was fun. It's good. It's good karma for me. I, I like it when people are cutting me up because good things are happening to me. Bring it on, everybody. Bring it on. Hey, Cam, I like that. I don't care. I have a girlfriend. I have sex. I don't care what you think about me. Uh, you really are Joe Namath. I, I could care less if the Jets are struggling. Struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I could care less if my gar- golf shirts are struggling. Pick another winner. Let's do it, Gabe. I think you yeah. look good. Yeah, we're going to get to it. Where, 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 yeah. where are we going now? What, what's up next? Is it the Travelers? Yeah, Travelers. Ooh, we're, we're traveling. Travel. Uh, we're traveling ooh, into the future. Hey, man, <laughs> I tell you, I told you guys, most people, like, they look into the future. Me and Cam, we've got the old eight ball, and we shake it. We don't snort it. We shake it, yeah. and it keeps on producing winners, and we hope that it produces more winners. Um, so I said that I had uh, good news in the sports world. I lied. All right, I'm kidding. I don't have any good news. No, no. We'll get to some good news. Hey, Kevin Walsh is going to join us from Archie Bunk in the basement. That's good. That's always cool. Uh, Mike Blewett. Mike Blewett's going to join us. Um, And, you know, we've got a promo running on our network here. And it's George Kurtz going off about the National Anthem, stating, I don't even know why we play the National Anthem at sporting (laughs) events anymore. And he goes, what's the good reason? And he actually made a lot of good points. And Mike Blewett, I have no comment on that at the end. I hope he has no comments. <laughs> That's great. Blewett, no, I don't want to disrespect the flag. Uh, the I'm kind of with Kurtz. I, I think it's, it's. Well, you, I get it. People do it, but you don't. Really international events. Yeah, you know I mean, like me personally, I've never, it's never bothered me. But at the same point I in agree. time, at the same point in time, like even soccer, like international, like uh, international soccer, they're big on the anthem. But in the domestic leagues, they don't play the anthems; they play yeah. club songs, right? Nice. Like the fans will sing the you know the club song uh, per se. But I just thought it was a funny promo. Um, so we'll get to the good news. I do have a little good news actually, uh, but let's get to the bad news first. And it's not really bad news; it's just one of the steps that they're taking towards where we're going to end up getting to. And you and I pretty much have called this all, all, all along. The, uh, the players voted against the, uh, the Major League Baseball proposal. <laughs> so yeah, they're like you, Ken. They said, get bent. They're like, whatever. <laughs> they said, no. They said, no. I'm proud of them. Happened. They're not giving they in. Said, no. They're not giving they in. They voted. It was 33-5. I guess there's 38 you know, player reps and all that, whatever it is. So it's 33-5 against. So it's not like it's close, Cam. Right? It's 33-5. I'm sure the other 33 want to know who are the five that voted yes. I'd us. like to know. You I know they're like going to be like, find out who the five were, <laughs> right? Like, they're going to want to know. Like, seriously, they're gonna, I would want to know, too. Who are the five? Who are the five, like, uh, sellouts, right? Oh, yes. They're going to have a problem. The five people are going to find out the five players that voted yes to this. But now the report is, is the next step. Rob Manford can go nuclear here and he can force the season and their true intentions even shorter now, Cam, 48 to 54 games. Unreal. Like these owners really are like, they don't, why do you guys own teams if you don't want to play? It's like a the great point. Said, like, Let's play 70 yeah. games. We have yeah. time to play 70 games. And now the There's players no more are getting time anymore, like, the players are getting upset. They're saying, you know what? Uh-huh. Suck it with your little 16-team playoff now, too. Like, they're really getting they're getting frustrated. And, guys, it's not the players' fault. The players want to play 70 games. Why can't we play 70 games? The, the owners, oh, absolutely not. So the players said, all right, screw you. And now the thing is, it's in the deal. Rob Manfred can sign. It's sort of like a you know, presidential waiver. He can force them to play. Yep. He can say, all right, yeah. this is the deal. They get paid prorated. 
But the, the owners whittled it down, and now they're talking about, all oh, 54 games only. Well, what are we doing here, Cam? 54 games? That's not even two months, bro. It's like a, the, NBA, the NBA season will be longer. <laughs> the NBA There's playoffs a week left. Longer. There's a week left in June. Five yeah, guys on the Phillies, Blue Jays, coronavirus. This is the end. This is the last, like, we're not accepting this deal. The next thing Manford says is, we're playing ball. I'm either going to force you or you two guys come to the table and just say, this is the way it's going to be. There is no more time. You yeah, talk about the yeah. facilities. They two weeks. They literally, the yes. clock is now ticking for real. Tick, tick. It's real now. They've got two oh, it's weeks. very real. The, mm-hmm. the players have told them we can be good to go in three weeks to play. All right? They can't start, bro, any later than August 1st. Like, that's, that you know, that 60-game window. That's still right, August, yep. September, into the playoffs. It's mm-hmm. not ideal. It is what it is. That means that they have to be in camp by, like, July 10th. That's, like, two yes. weeks from now. You know what I mean? Two, two Wednesdays from now is July 8th. And I know that because the MLS tournament starts, and I'm fired up about it. How about that's this camp? right. Starting July 8th, Wednesday, July 8th, 16 consecutive days of all-day soccer. Love it's it. going to be like the World Cup, like, format. It's like, you know what I mean, groups and three games and bang, bang, games all day, every day for 16 consecutive uh, days starting on mm-hmm. July 8th. So baseball, guys, the latest is uh, sources tell Jeff Passan that the players voted against the league's proposal to play 60 games. The vote was 33-5 against. They want to play 70 games. The owners are non-negotiable on this. And, um, you know, they're running out of racetrack. So as we stated, Rob Manfred's going to go nuclear and he's going to force it. It's in a collective bargaining agreement. Then the players, if they didn't play, they're not getting paid and they would be on strike and they're not going to do that. So we're going to have like a 55. For betters, it's going to be cool. But I love it. It's embarrassing for baseball. But for betters, it's going to be awesome. It'll be baseball every day, Cab. I'm going to take the underdog in like every damn game. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, give me it a plus 180. Give me it a plus 215. It's going to be so weird and random. But when I said I had good news, because there's so much frustrating stuff out here with the coronavirus, with labor negotiations, mm-hmm. um, in the real world, just everything is frustrating now. But the NBA return just got a little bit realer as Cam, the Toronto Raptors have left for Florida. Yeah, and great they are story. The first team. They are the first team. It's real. Like the Raptors' journey of defending their title, which they clearly will, um, which they clearly will, uh, but their journey begins today. They are on yep. their way first. Now, they're not allowed to officially practice, so they don't get two-week head start on everybody, but they, are, they can practice but not organize, which, you know, Going to be organized. Kyle Lowry will organize it, not Nick Nurse. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. like they can start practicing a bit. Uh, it's pretty cool, Cam. They're staying at Florida Gulf Coast University. I know. Dunk I City. Know. They're staying Dunk City. Fort That's going to be their gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It's a great plan these guys have. So they go to fly. In, they go to Fort Myers to hang out, play a little Florida Gulf Coast. They'll they'll be ahead of the curve. I'm with you, Marenzi. And you say you can't do this, but they're they're cunning enough to figure it out. And that's a really smart move by them. I think ahead you're allowed six I, I guys, it. Cam. So basically yep. six guys, that's five guys on the floor at once. It's mm. basically three on three. So sick, you can yep. play a little three on three, six guys and bring another three on three, but it's basically, they can shoot, you know, they can go to the gym, but not everybody at once. It can't be organized like by the Nick nurse and organized drills, et cetera. But yep. it sounds little, but I like it. Cam. They're going to get acclimated to Florida. They're going to be there for two weeks before they're going to stay at Fort Myers um, they're going to set up shop at Florida Gulf Coast University, and then they're going to check into the bubble in two weeks in Orlando. But mm-hmm. still, they're already going to be in Florida. I like this. No, While other teams are complaining, I don't know if we're going to play, the Raptors are already there, baby. <laughs> like, there's no you got to have the right attitude. It's yeah, the right the attitude do. to have. And the Raptors do have the right attitude. And I'm telling you, the Raptors are so balanced, guys. They have the exact same record at home as they do on the road. It's it's uncanny. Twenty three and nine, twenty three and nine at home. Twenty three on the nine in a row. Why why that's important on a neutral court? It won't bother them one way or the other. Game time decision continues. You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. LeBron is just salivating at the chance to get this postseason underway because he realizes the road to the finals is going to be that much easier. The Sports Grid Network. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Hey guys, Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid news and betting update. If you want that capping edge, get on the grid. We have breaking news from baseball. The MLB PA rejecting the 60-game season. We're going to stay on top of this one. The vote unanimous, 33-5 to against the 60-game season. NASCAR's Geico 500 from Talladega in Alabama postponed yesterday. They had a rain delay today, but we're back at it. Tyler Reddick won stage one, and right now Ryan Blaney leads with a few laps to go in stage two. And federal authorities confirm they're currently investigating the discovery of a noose found in the Talladega Speedway garage stall of Bubba Wallace, NASCAR's only full-time black driver who successfully pushed the stock car series to ban the Confederate flag at its venues earlier this month. U.S. Attorney Jay Town says his office, the FBI, and the Justice Department of Civil Rights Divisions reviewing the situation. NASCAR drivers in solidarity showing their support for Wallace, pushing his car in front of the grid before the race. We got some basketball news too. Washington Wizards forward David Davis Bertans won't suit up when NBA play resumes in late July. The first player to voluntarily sit out. He had a career high 15.4 points a game for the Wiz and Portland's Trevor Ariza just said he will sit out as well. The Golden State Warriors associate head coach Mike Brown, the latest person to set to interview for the New York Knicks head coaching gig. The Knicks also received permission to talk to the Lakers assistant Jason Kidd about the job. Raptors, the first team to fly into Florida. Select players and staff will stay in Fort Myers for practice at Florida Gulf Coast until joining the other 21 competing teams July in Orlando. Mississippi State running back Kylan Hill says if they don't change the flag, he won't be playing football in that state anymore. Mississippi, the lone flag to still have a Confederate flag inside of it. Mississippi native rushed for 1,350 yards and 10 touchdowns for the Bulldogs. Dak Prescott signed his franchise tag with Dallas today. It's worth $31.4 million. The boys still have till July 15th to sign their quarterback to a long-term deal. Dak, 40-24 as a starter in four seasons in Big D. Jamal Adams wants to return home. Uh, in a video posted on Twitter Sunday, Adams, a Louis- Louisville, Texas native, said, hey, he's coming to the Dallas Cowboys. Adams said, I'm trying to, bro. The All-Pro wrapped up 75 tackles, six and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, a pick, and two touchdowns. Cowboys, one of eight teams on Adams' preferred list. Police in Aberdeen, South Dakota, arrested a suspect accused of sucker-punching Philadelphia Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard at a restaurant. Uh, 29-year-old Kyle Douglas Hallida was arrested in that situation. We got uh, the NHL some news today, expanding its Phase 2 operating plan. They're moving from 6 to 12 skaters on the ice. This is from Chris Johnson of Sportsnet. The Hub Cities cut down to 6. Columbus, they got the axe today. Apparently, 3 U.S. and 3 Canadian Hub Cities in the mix right now. NHL training camp set for July 10th. Euro Soccer, Man City smoked Burnley 5-0. Italian League, AC Milan and hammered Lecce 4-1 in Fiorentona and Bessia. They played two at 1-1 draw. Juventus played Bologna 2-0. Back to Gabe Morenci on Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabe Morenci. We're taking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, shout out to all of our radio affiliates out here uh, tuning in or whatever uh, platform you're watching us on uh, as well. Kevin Walsh will join us a little bit uh, later on. Uh, breaking news as far as Major League uh, Baseball is concerned. Uh, the players vote against the 60-game proposal. They wanted 70. There were some other details uh, as well. Uh, the playoffs is something that they keep uh, going back and forth on about how many teams are in the playoffs. The owners just aren't moving, and the players aren't changing their mind on this. As uh, Buster Only uh, right now just tweeted, and I think he puts it in a pretty, uh, pretty factual manner here, and the dominoes are now likely set to tumble. And now it begins. Number one, implementation of a shortened season by Major League Baseball, as we were just talking about, guys. 
Um, Rob Manfred has the power to say, well, we're playing 54 games. Yeah, he could just say, all right, we're playing less than 60 now. They're, they're, we're seeing 48 to 54 being kicked around uh, right now. Number two, Buster Oli is reporting. Some players are just going to say, you know what? Screw you. We're not playing anyways. <laughs> Some yeah. guys are going to say, it's not worth my time. I'm not doing this. I'm not training for three weeks and ruining my arm to play for 50 days. Um, so Buster O, implementation of a short season by Major League Baseball. Two, some players choosing not to play. Three, Players Association filed grievances. Four, upcoming free agents get destroyed in market. Five, all major labor issues merely deferred to next spring. Six, mutually assured destruction. Mike Blewett steps up and then had, wow. You know, I've been on the well, player's side. Right. I've been on the player's side, but at some point, like, they all have to sit down and say, you know what, guys, we are blowing up our product pretty good here. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's – What are, about next like, year, too? Yeah. This is bad. Oh, yeah, Cam, it sets up. This is, you know, dude, their collective bargaining agreement is over after next year. They've got a severe problems for the next two years to come. Mike blew it. This is mm-hmm. – I think Buster only put it well when he said mutually assured destruction. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd say yeah. so. It was a heck of a way to bring me in, and I, I appreciate it. Good to be on, as always. But uh, I think you're right. I think this sets up for virtually no chance that they'll be on the same page when the collective bargain agreement comes around in 2022. And as you said, I'm with you. I've been on the player side for the most part through all of this. I don't think anybody's been innocent in it. However, the players did say when and where. They're about to be told when and where very shortly. Yeah, and it's just going to get uglier, uglier in the offseason as well, because uh, this is just a real battle. They know they're running out of real estate now, and then it's just going to begin. And imagine being a free agent right now. Now The players are going to say, um, you know, the, the players who are free agents are going to say, I've earned this, I paid my service, and, you know, the owners are going to say, well, there's no way in hell I'm giving anyone a big deal a year before we're going into a labor war that will probably result in a strike or a lockout uh, when it's all said and done. And, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm claiming we just lost billions of dollars. Oh, we don't have any money. And, like, yeah. you couldn't be a free agent at the worst possible time right now, Mike. Agreed. Uh, I mean, I, and I think you're just planning on staying in shape until next offseason, and hopefully you're one of the few that gets the deal. Look, I think the three of us already oh, understand. Korea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there was uh, the three of us were already on the same page and thinking that there's already collusion going on for the last two off seasons at a minimum, right? So, yep. what do we think is going to happen now? You have the entire ownership group ticked off at the entire players' association and vice versa. It's going to the acrimony was there. Decades long to begin with, and now in the backdrop of a no, it's pure hate now. where we don't it's even hate. know if they were going to finish the season, you have this. It's hate, Cam. You know what I mean? Like oh, you can. Time. Everyone's like negotiating with someone. It's an ah, he's a jerk, and you know what I mean. But then mm-hmm. after, it's like, hey, whatever, he's all right. It was just business, right? Like you know, there's going to be negotiations where uh, you you're off by ten percent, you're off by eighteen percent. You get your lawyers in there. These guys hate each other. Like, like the owners hate the players. The players hate the owners. Everybody hates Manford. There's no trust. The thing is, they're they need to be partners. Like they they're trying to sell a sport that's already falling behind the other major professional. That's sports. the point, Gabe. Great point. Baseball needs something. The other sports, like think about it. PGA Tour. People don't even like golf. They're watching it now. Horse racing, all the other stuff. We're going to have soccer come back. MLS, Gabe, I can guarantee you this. And you know this, Mike. The ratings are going to go through the roof with afternoon soccer every day. Baseball was already hanging on by a thread, right? They want to get younger. And now this. And now we don't know how long things are going to change for baseball. I see doom and gloom. Like, if you're a baseball fan, these are tough times. Uh, the players are saying that we didn't reject the plan. They already approved the plan three months ago. All they did was decline to change that plan. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't want to get into that. Like that's just, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's all semantics now. But oh, we didn't do this. We didn't do that. You know, you you said it. At some point, they said, "Tell us when and where." It's going to get to this point. Now this the season's just going to be even more shortened uh, when it's all said and done. And it'll be interesting yeah. to see. 
what the, not to mention the coronavirus aspect of this. See, that's oh, another yeah. thing too. That's the thing, guys, that they need more leeway. Like when the Korean Baseball League started, remember, Cam, you and I followed it. It took mm-hmm. them like five, six weeks, guys. Like they started right. and, oh, four guys got it. All right, we got to shut down this team for a couple of days. Like, you just don't show up, Mike, and everything's fine. Like we're yeah, acting the, like, oh, yeah, they'll show up in three weeks. That's in a perfect world with no virus. Not yeah, to the mention the injuries that will happen. The virus is going to happen. Now they're saying, oh, maybe we should play in hub cities. Well, maybe you should have had this planned out before as well, guys. Exactly. The Raptors are already on the way to Florida right now. You guys don't even have a deal. The, the irony of all of this is that if they had just gotten to the starting line and told the players, we'll pay you full pay for every game that we play, we'll work out a playoff deal on the side, it's likely now that we weren't going to finish it anyway. And a bunch of games would be taken away, games would be canceled the more we see people getting together on campuses and other facilities, the more that they're getting sick and having to postpone activities. So if they just started all of this, they wouldn't have played the 80 games or whatever that was on the table anyway. So the owners, by digging in and running out the clock, have made it far worse. I'm not saying the players are innocent, but I don't think the players were ever getting 114 or 82 or any of that because I don't think it's physically possible for it to occur. Now it's obviously impossible because there's no calendar time left, but I think we were going to run into medical issues along the way. Mm-hmm. So they killed their own sport for something that wasn't even going to happen. Yeah. Excellent. And even, even like as much as I defended the players, at some point the players – they know. They they know. It's like, listen, if we reject this 60 game, they're just going to come back with 48, and we're not going to have a choice. So let's just begrudgingly take this stupid 60-game offer right now, go through this. We already won the PR war. Normally, players get crushed all the time in this stuff. They really did it this time. They did early, and people came around, and people understand, but... Now you're just going to upset people, like over the 10 games. But, guys, 10 games. You know what 10 games where the salary is, Cam? $248 million. It's a lot of bread. Yeah, that's like 10 games of player salaries. It's a quarter of a billion dollars. That's what they were arguing over, essentially. And the the owners don't want to go over that $1.3 billion mark, right? They've set that in stone a million times. They keep on rebranding it, repackaging it, but it keeps on coming back to the same number. And we're going to arrive back at the same number again. Yeah. So it was just like, it was pointless. Neither side really won in the end. Like the, the players right. never bent over, but there's no winner here, Cam. No one won. Mike, we were talking months ago. Gabe and I had the plan of the hub cities in Arizona and Florida. Like, and what it, oh, like, you yeah, know what I mean? So, say they even say they even started negotiating. Then you would have like at least kind of a window. Look at it now by running out the clock, and that's the thing you talk about it. The Phillies, the Blue Jays, the coronavirus, Florida, thirty eight hundred plus cases. Like, what what are you going to do? Like, I, I don't I don't even see how we're going to be playing baseball. For I, I I don't know, man. I, I just I, I just don't see it you, happening what, continuously. Is I think yes. the point that you're making. So the owners yes. by going to the four corners offense have now killed their own 48 game plan. So they're not going to get all those games in. Mm. And if you're a pitcher, Gabe, you you mentioned it before I even came on. If you're a pitcher, yeah, why would you do it at all now? If I've taken three months off to start warm up my arm again to get yeah. seven or eight starts in. I wouldn't do it. It's insane. I wouldn't want to do it either. In the middle of a pandemic, and then uh, you want me to come back on a quick turnaround after and put more (laughs) innings on my arm after the fact, right? What if you're a free agent? What if you're like, what if you have free agency coming up? What if you you haven't signed a deal yet? If you're the Yankees, do you want Garrett Cole going out here in this, like you said? No, for six, no. seven, six, seven starts for three hundred fifty no. million dollars for some asterisk of a season. I would say forget it. Like if if you're an owner now. Like, if you just put yourself in the owner's shoes now, even if you don't agree with them. Like, I don't want to ruin all my assets. I just gave him $400 bucks. I got Aaron Judge. I got Giancarlo Stanton, who's hurt on a good season. It's just, it's crazy. They're ruining their own assets on, on, on multiple levels. You know, I've always thought, though, that ultimately the owners don't want to play. I, you know, it just goes to show, like, they're, they're it's solely for 
greed that these owners, not one owner loves the game. I think that's one thing that we can, we've learned from this. It's a shit. We already, you know, you know, it's a business, et cetera, but you know, like it's just, it's shameful. It really is just shameful. The lack of respect actually for the fans, I think in the end, yeah, the callousness. And we see people are in our chat saying, you know what? Screw them. They're still uh, bitter from 1994. And trust me, mm-hmm. uh, I know as a Montreal Expo fan, how disappointing uh, 1994 was, uh, but, We'll talk some NBA, some NFL, and more on the other side. Game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Gabriel Ramsey. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead cab store. Mike Blewett throwing it down uh, with us. But, uh, guys, you guys take over the conversation because I've got to go. The New York Knicks just called me, and they want to interview me for their head coaching position. So, you guys take over here. Uh, I, you know, it's it's an, op- an opportunity of a lifetime here, Blewett, right? Like, why not? I got I got to take this call, guys. Dolan's on line one game. right now. <laughs> I keep your current gig. That's a, a little more stability. That's a, huh? that's a carousel you don't want to jump on, my friend. Well, it's funny because I asked people on Twitter last week. I said, "What do you think the record of the Houston Texans would be if I was the coach?" And uh, I gave them four choices: Cam, eleven and five, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten and six, two and fourteen, zero oh and sixteen. What do you think the, like the Houston Texans record would be if I was the coach? Five Something and else, seven and nine? Oh, five and eleven? You five, you I, I'll give you five and eleven. I don't like that team to begin with this year. You get a couple wins. <laughs> couple couple wins is a home pooch game, but uh not five a lot, and 11, not a lot, not a lot of confidence, Cam in me. It's not you. It's the players. I don't believe in that team. They're going nowhere. Indianapolis is better. Titans are fine. That team's taking a step back. Not your fault. Six and ten at best. Yeah, it sort of started out how bad of a coach Bill O'Brien is, how they're under a team. But somebody, I'd be a better GM than him, actually. I don't know about coach, but. No, you'd be a good, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree with that one. I don't know. I'll like, tell you uh, what, I, I wouldn't have traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane to me still. That's so I wouldn't stupid. have done that. I don't even know. Yeah, can no, you still no. believe that, Mike, as it settles in? It's like, what? Like, imagine if you were in a coma or, you know, you were like. Uh, you know, there was actually a guy, and it was funny. You know, there's always going to be someone like that. Hey, guys, what did I miss? Right? Someone was sailing <laughs> around the world, uh, et cetera. But it actually happened. Some dude actually went out and, like, uh, new age guy, guys. He goes and meditates type thing. He literally was, like, basically in the mountains of India for, like, the last five months. Had no idea about coronavirus. Had no idea that the world stopped. Like, no, can we get nothing? Like, he basically was literally isolated, like, in meditation. You know what I mean? Good timing. And he, yeah, he was like, what Very did I good. miss? And I'm like, yeah, quite quite a bit, buddy. Uh, quite, quite uh, actually, you missed. <laughs> you missed quite a bit. So imagine coming back and finding out they did what? They traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson? I'm like, they did what? Uh, but as far as the Knicks are concerned, what do you make of this, uh, Mike? Uh, you're a Knicks guy. Who do you think ends up with this job? I actually don't mind that they're expanding the search. They have yeah, I mean, time. They're not in a rush. 11, they have time. 11 guys? 11 guys? Is that wow. what it's up to now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that after me? Make it 12, Cam. Yeah, a smooth, a smooth dozen donuts. 12. Mike Brown, Tom Thibodeau. Uh, Udoka, Pat Delaney. Yeah, listen, you're not getting the job, Pat Delaney, all right? Uh, Pat Delaney, Delaney sounds like Delaney's a guy a I grew up with. Deck. Sounds like a firefighter that I grew up with uh, yeah, in high school. Yeah, yeah, Boston, Pat Delaney. He's got yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like the police bet, but element association union head. Yes, yes, it does. He goes to the pub on Thursdays. That's Pat Delaney. That's Pat Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You can throw me off here. Awesome. Yeah, Pat the lady. 
Uh, yeah, Pat Flaherty. So, yeah, as far as the Knicks are concerned, Tom Thibodeau's name has been linked quite a bit. Now Jason Kidd comes up. Uh, Kenny Atkinson. What, you know, what, what, what kind of coach do you think they need, uh, Mike? Like, to, is Tom Thibodeau, who's sort of that, you know, harder guy, Atkinson's more of a player's guy, Kidd was a former player. Who's the right fit for this organization and team? I think the only question that Matt, the only answer that matters here is which guy can get the most out of R.J. Barrett. <clears throat> He's the asset that's the most important thing to the entire franchise. I think we obviously have questionable ownership decisions over a long period of time. So if, if this coach can operate independently of the distractions that are constantly following the organization and be on the same page as R.J. Barrett, that's really interesting to me. And as, as good as T Thibodeau was in some environments, I don't know that R.J. Barrett, your Canadian brethren, would be best served by Tom Thibodeau. I think he I think he could play for. Him. Look, he played for Coach Dushevsky. Um R.J. Barrett's not R.J. Barrett's a coachable kid. His father was a player. I think he can play. I, I, I'll be honest with you, though. This is my own personal opinion. I could be wrong. Uh, but my own personal opinion, I think Thibodeau's overrated. And we, you know, what, what success did he have? I agree. I was just about to he say He lost that. with the Bulls 83-79. His team scored 79 yeah. points all the time and lost. Like, did the Bulls win anything when he was there? So, no. They couldn't score. He, you know what I mean? It was like, all right, you're a good defensive coach. You never get over the hump with a very talented Bulls team. You go to Minnesota with a bunch of talent. It blows up on you. You know, you know, there was real no impact. It seems like it's never him. Thibodeau this, Thibodeau that. Like, is it just too simple of a choice to say, well, Atkinson, because it's the same city, but Atkinson seems like a, he was a good coach with the Brooklyn Nets. I Come agree. on, he's a good coach. So so what, what makes it fall apart there? Did the players get tired of him? Is he a player's coach, but only to a certain extent? Did he let players walk all over him? I mean, that obviously fell apart pretty dramatically. In the I think the Kyrie and KD ran him out of town, even though they barely even played. That's what I'm saying. So how much of a player's yeah. coach is he? It's a different well, nuance that, now. No, no, guys. no, no, no. You guys know. You you guys know. Come on. The old Kyrie ways don't work. Not job. I agree with yeah. that. That's they undeniable. That's undeniable you know what I mean? at this the, point. That old school, I'm the boss type of thing when athletes make like the money, it just doesn't roll anymore. It doesn't work. That, like that's what I'm saying. So I, I don't, I don't yeah. know that. I, I'm not saying that RJ isn't coachable. Uh, I'm saying he if is. Thibodeau tries to run him into the ground by being a in a, trying to make him an elite defensive player, mm -hmm. I think that could be a hindrance to his offensive game becoming elite in the NBA. What about Mike Brown? Mike Brown's uh, the late, one of the latest names to be uh, thrown into the mix here. Yeah, I think I think coaches that have have been around the league a lot can obviously offer a lot of benefits. But does Mike Brown excite anybody? That's uh, no, a boring hire. Not. I was going to say that it's the New York Knicks. To me, yeah. it's the Knicks. You need flash. You need you need to shake things up here, guys. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Jason but, Kidd. To me, Jason Kidd's the best. The best candidate I've heard for this so far. Yeah, Former players, player, so. big yeah. name player, played guy that's played that. Yeah, played in the area. Mm -hmm. uh, played in the area. Can handle the media. Can handle the post, the daily news, etc. Can handle the, the pressure. Is a big can time guy ownership. and would be yeah would be respected by the players as well because he's Jason Kidd. I think that's a good fit, guys. Yeah. Uh, that that name makes the most sense to me, but I don't know if he wants to deal with ownership. Again, it's going to it's going to come back to that every time. Uh, we need to add a couple of more players and have somebody that can shut out the distractions elsewhere in the building and become the guy that makes R.J. Barrett and whomever else is to come uh, one of the top offensive duos or trios in the league. That's what it's all about now. Well, they have another good job pick, right? They always have good draft picks. It's a matter of whether <laughs> no, no, they that's not it. true. They've traded quite a few of them. That's not true. I, I'm saying they actually said, have the draft. Providing right? they hang on to them, they always have a good one. Yeah, they actually, yeah, they have, they have their, uh, they have their draft picks. So we were talking about it uh, earlier. The uh, Raptors are the first ones to go to Florida right now. Get a little bit of a head start. They're going to be going to Dunk, uh, Dunk City, Florida Gulf Coast. Nice, nice Fort Love Myers, Florida Gulf Coast. baby. 
Yeah, that's right. Underrated tournament team. Put a lot of money in our pockets. <laughs> yeah, I like, did. I like the um, I like the uh, cosmic synergy, Cam. Exactly. <laughs> Dunk City, Florida Gulf Coast. You know what I mean? You know, hang vibes. out there a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just give us that college feel, the old underdog upstart uh, feel. Uh, Raptors still sitting at twenty-four to one right now, guys. At uh, at Fanduel, twenty-four to one. It is a great price. And I'm telling you, the only team that can beat the Raptors in the Eastern Conference, in my opinion, uh, are the Milwaukee Bucks. I think we're looking at a Clippers Raptors Finals, guys. That's that's my uh, that's my prediction as of right now. And things are going to change. Guys can get hurt in training camp too. Right, guys can get hurt before now on July 31st, right? We're sick in the middle of a series. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. These players have all been at home. So over the next couple of weeks, guys, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Someone's going to get hurt, right? It's going to be their first practices, their first this, their first that. Oh, freak injury here, freak injury there. But I'm not buying any asterisks next to any of this stuff. Everybody's going into the same position. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's like, you know, playing by the same rules. And to me, it'll be, it'll be actually almost more special. You'll look back and go, man, 2020 was a crazy year. And we won that championship that year. 2020. I think it's a good year. Soccer, basketball, hockey, if it does play all of those sports special in the pandemic, baseball is a whole other story. When you're going from well, a baseball are killing their season right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other ones I would consider them, you know, if you win during the pandemic, I think that's gonna because Mike, what's gonna what's gonna separate teams? Mental edge. You know, some yeah. people are like, I hate it here. I want to go home to my wife and have sex, and this sucks being yeah. in Orlando. Where you got yeah. or some men are gonna go, I'm we're gonna use this as a point to win a championship and galvanize our relationship and dig deep. It's really gonna separate the men from the boys, I think. Yeah, I, I think you got two things. One, I think players, some players are just going to show up out of shape because I think uh, yeah. <laughs> there's no way 100% of the league comes back in perfect shape like they would maybe at the beginning of training camp, which, by the way, also probably doesn't see a 100% of the players come back in shape. But to your point, Gabe, about asterisks, I think the leagues have to make sure that they shepherd this idea that we are completing the season. This is no fake season or phony playoff system that we've rigged together. Everybody's coming back on equal footing. The team is the team that you had when we left, so go out there and play. They can't refer to it as, ah, that fluky 2020 season. Even if fans do it, the leagues have to make sure that people understand there's no asterisk associated with this other than baseball, who doesn't really know how to get in their own way anyway. No, and... And in fact, listen, it's 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 a unique situation, but it's a it's a very challenging uh, situation for the teams uh, to be in. It really equalizes the field as well. When you take you take the home court and the home ice away from NHL and NBA team. Now, the NHL, on the other hand, and we'll get into this in the next hour, guys. But for the love of God, Cam, the NHL. Like these guys like, oh, we're the bubble and the hub cities are. The list is from 10 to 6 to 3. Yeah. It's like, guys, yeah, at some point, <laughs> yeah, at some point, you're going to have to, like, in that, tell these guys where they're going. Like, it's not well, the Olympics. Yeah. They can't. It's just pick a city. No, no, I, I was thinking the same thing. It's like the, it's like the, yeah. the Olympics a story. pit or something. Oh, and Madrid <laughs> is out right. and Moscow is out, but Seoul. Now Columbus yeah. is ticked off that their bid didn't win. Just go to Toronto, <laughs> pick a city, let's go. Denver, Here they're Toronto, saying. done. Edmund- Edmonton's bid looks great. They got golf simulators. And like, I'm like, what the? Like, just get, let's make a decision right. here, people. <laughs> golf simulators? It's not once every four okay. years. This is the only time it's ever going to happen. Can we just get They're everybody skating and drop the puck? Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with you guys. Like, it doesn't matter where you go at this point. Just, just do, do it. it. All right? Like, yeah. Like, as soon as possible. The whole thing is, like, if they're supposed to start July 31st, like the NBA is in that same range, well, you better figure out where you're going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You better figure out where you're going. I think it's going to be Vancouver, actually. I think it's going to be right down the street. Edmonton the and Vegas. Those are my Can they say Edmonton? They're not going to Edmonton. Vegas makes Toronto a Toronto and sense. Vegas, then. Toronto, not Toronto and Vegas. That's what's happening. Vancouver, Vegas. You guys are your East Coast bias. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Settle down. Game, game time decision continues. Take care, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Later, Mike. <laughs>
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues, as does Major League Baseball's uh, misery. Negotiations going nowhere. The uh, players reject, although they say they didn't reject. They just, well, whatever. It's rejected. They didn't sign it. It's so. rejected. Rejected. Yeah, it is what it is. They said, no, no, we didn't reject it. They didn't change it. Well, whatever. Either way, we're going nowhere fast. There's not even going to be a 60-game season now, guys. Looks like there's going to be a 50-game season. Um, Rob Manfred can force this upon them. There's, there's nothing the players yes. can do. So they'll have to accept it. 48 to 54 games is what's being discussed and tossed around uh, right now already. They're running out of racetrack if they're going to do this as well. Uh, only playing 48 games, 50 games, will give them a little bit more time. But then there's going to be players that say, you know what? I don't even care. I'm not playing. I'm not showing up for that that little amount of money and training for three Imagine weeks. They don't get paid game? for spring training. You know, think about star that, Ken. They don't get pictures. paid for spring training either. Nope. It's insane. So it's what three weeks do? of risking injury to get paid 80% of my salary for for four weeks, four and a half weeks. It's not worth it. Like, I'm no, telling not you, if you're some pitchers are going to say, I'm not doing this. Like, yeah, look at Mike Blewett sitting in the walk here and call the pitch. Yeah. No, it's – what are you going to think about teams and their aces, right? A lot of these guys, their arms are worth a hell of a lot more than this season. I could tell you that. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to bring out other guys and guys that aren't studs. It's going to be a crazy situation. I could tell you one thing. If you're Cole or an upper echelon pitcher pitching on a con, there's no way I throw that guy out there. One one problem, and the Yankees, pff, it all blows up. It's too well, we're going to get uh, – we'll get into the Major League Baseball futures, and it's interesting. You always got to read the fine print. Um you know, whether the bet stands or not. But at FanDuel, when it says World Series, there is no certain amount of games must be played. Now, for some of the other uh, futures, there is. So it doesn't say anything. It doesn't say X amount of games have to be played. We'll go over these numbers a little bit. Uh, I'm telling you guys, you get into a 48-game season, the numbers become astronomical. Like, astronomically changed. Like, bad baseball teams suddenly going to have, like, a 22% chance of winning. Bring it. Game time decisions continues. You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. LeBron is just salivating at the chance to get this postseason underway because he realizes the road to the finals is going to be that much easier. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 